Welcome to Talking Again Podcast. I am your host, Fidel. This is The Tap. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel and don't forget to click the notification bell. You can also find the show on all popular podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen. Let's tap into this. I might leave that in. Oh, we started yeah. this podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> <Let's roll it. laughs> I've been starting them like yeah. that. I think it just natural. It just makes it, you know. Oh, keep, keep a natural flow. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. It keeps smooth, you know. By the way, this is Xavier right here. What's up, guys? Yeah. yeah. Netflix was good to be back. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while. It has. Since yeah. the last time you came, you brought in Jamal. That was his, uh, I think he promoted an FFC fight. Or was it his contender uh, series? No, 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 no. We didn't we didn't know about the contender series yeah. until after. So that was might have been what maybe like June? Possibly. So yeah, it might have been like June, July or something like that. Almost a year ago. Man, well like yeah. Yeah, it would eight, be a year eight, ago. Eight, nine months in. ago. Yeah. Damn, yeah. that damn it's been some time. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. I think it was uh FFC. Yeah. Was it was FFC. Yeah, damn, yeah. that's crazy. And your fir- your first time though was probably a year ago. I think maybe. Or close to it at least. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. It is for well, sure. we were just talking about your sister's wedding. And I'm sure we can go and do the math, but eh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do all that. Yeah, too it's a lot work. of work. <laughs> yeah, too much work. I'm sure we'll leave her to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to officiate another uh, friend's wedding coming up in. Oh, uh, really? I think it's in September. Oh, this, okay. I don't know if it's this year or next year. That's probably a good thing to I know because September's probably, coming. I should probably check that calendar. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that'll come right around the oh, corner. Oh, you know, he, he, he sent to save the date already. So it might okay. be this year. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. Because after summertime, that's it. Falls right there. Right. September's the first one at the door. It's the first one. Does August count as summertime? It does, huh? I, I would count it it's just because like it's pretty hot. And uh, I've never... Dude, in California, it's <laughs> hot, it's hot <laughs> yeah. in November. There's, there's, there's people out on the beach in November, right? You know what, though? Where, where I live in the high desert, actually, I think it might have snowed. It did snow. Yeah. I saw so. a lot of... Uh, I have a cousin that lives in uh, Phelan. Mm. I think they live in Phelan. Okay. And then some yeah, people yeah. that some of them that live in like uh Hesperia and all that. And yeah. it for sure snowed. I just don't know. I don't remember if it was November or December. But either way, it, it was pretty cold over there. Yeah. So I know it it's it's tricky. Sometimes it it'll be like it, it could rain some in the summer. I think it's, it has rained in the summer over yeah. there. So it's desert I, desert yeah. weather. Yeah, you gotta gamble it for yeah. sure. Because you get and then you when it rains over there, it rains over there. Yeah. So if you're ever trying to drive a those drop top coops over there. No, no, <laughs> that is not the place to do it. Yeah. Well, the good thing is that you don't really get. You guys don't really get surprise weather though. Like it kind of mm. notifies you, right? A little bit. Like you kind of know. Oh, okay, it looks yeah. like it. You know, in the next couple of days it might rain. We yeah. should probably start putting stuff away. Yeah, we've been up there for I think since I was like in fifth grade. I mean, I'm 26 now, so it's, it's been some time. So now you can kind of tell. You can get the feel mm. if a wind's a little crisp. And even then, I feel like rain kind of gives this smell. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, you can kind of smell it, and mm-hmm. it's like all right. It's when coming. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. So, um, because, you know, I've always known that when I was going to high school, when in high mm. school, I was, oh, fuck, dude, that was 90, 99. That was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. I think I was five years old. <laughs> <laughs> you were living out here in 99. And <laughs> yeah, then I was in La Puente. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, okay, it was 99. You were five. <laughs> and uh, all the rumors that we heard from Victorville, which at nine at mm. nine in ninety nine, you were going towards the fire when people were mm. leaving Victorville. That there, it was pretty bad. They're talking about meth over there, like the oh, the I crime. wouldn't doubt it, man. They were you saying know? that. I actually one time uh, where I work now, there's a there's a Vons. It's right next to there, mm. 
and I remember I went to this Vons, old dude. Uh, if if you ever watch, his name is Bill. So shout out Bill over there. Yeah. If you guys are ever in that area and you go to Vons on Bear Valley, he makes the best sandwiches. By the way, he really does. Yeah, I at mean, the at the Vons. Yeah, he right. uh, he. It's real slow. It's gonna take him like. 15 minutes to make one sandwich <laughs> and that's after wait is he one of the ones that like he'll put it right here and then he puts the tomato on the side right here like it has to be perfect yeah and then and so i asked him i mean i made a little joke yeah. i was like oh i was like you're really taking your time he's like oh he's like i make every sandwich like i like i'm gonna eat it yeah and i was like Ooh, all right i respect that you that's know cool. yeah, i like yeah. that yeah trees of equality yep so then i got to talking with him and i was and he was telling me how he's been up there for like years like, yeah. since he was in his 20s Bill now, I mean, I didn't ask his age. He's he's retired. You can tell he's retired, so mm -hmm. it's, it's some time. And he was saying that now we're talking about a street that has so many traffic lights. Yeah. And he was saying at one point it was just like a highway. Like you just drove. There was yeah. no traffic lights. The, I mean, there was hardly any people. It was just open desert. A lot of dirt roads. Yeah. So, I mean, I would in my head, what I'm, what I'm imagining is like Breaking Bad, where they go and they bury their money out there oh, in the yeah. desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exact. That's exactly what I'm imagining, yeah. and he said that it's it's pretty open. So, yeah. I wouldn't doubt that all that math and all that was out there. And 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 I think uh, you get uh, there's still a lot of dirt roads out there, right? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I mean, maybe not so much in Victorville, but like the surrounding cities, Hesperia, and uh, mm -hmm. obviously Feeling. You know. Yeah, I would say Apple Valley <clears throat> kind of has a few too. Yeah, that's like going up north a little more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because as you go, you'll because if you're going up, which is if you're going up towards Vegas. You'll pass the main street exit, which will be Asperia. Then you start coming up on like Bear Valley and then it'll go up deeper. Yeah. And then once you go up to like, I think it's like Highway 18 or like, I think it's like Starterwells Road is the exit. Yeah. Those become more dirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so out there too. I wouldn't even be surprised if it's still out there, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure. a lot of dirt. Uh, how do you, you know, I was just talking to somebody that, that, uh, they, they were, cause we, we moved in, we were in Fontana for about two years. Okay. Back in 2007. Mm -hmm. And we had to get out because we didn't like it. Okay, that winds, you know, like I could never be outside oh, yeah. barbecuing in the in towards the, in the fall or the winter because of the winds, you know. Oh yeah. So yeah. we we had to leave, and and I was just on to a friend. They're they're saying that when they play when their son played baseball, mm -hmm. it was and there was a lot of wind. It was like a wind storm, you know, just like dirt flying everywhere. Is that what you guys get over there? You know, um, the winds kind of get bad. I felt like where the winds are the worst are probably like Fontana. Fontana, Rancho. right? Yeah. yeah. I actually was just at my sister's house in Ontario not that long ago, and uh, the, the winds are pretty bad. You saw the palm trees like yeah. swaying a lot. Well, the la last week it was pretty windy. Is that yeah, last week? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it was last, last week. week. Yeah, it was pretty windy. I was like, oh, I swear man. this is not going to be a fucking weather podcast. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was thinking like, we've been talking about the weather for the last like four minutes. But no, yeah, it was windy yeah. last week. Yeah, it was. That, that one was scary because I remember driving and... Um, we got we got like a big we got a family car now yeah. so we got an Equinox and I was feeling I was feeling the tugging and I was like oh damn because yeah, yeah. I remember I would always feel it driving like I used to drive like a small Chevy Sonic and then uh, I had a Honda Accord and so I feel like those those type of sedans you can kind of feel it a little more yeah. smaller weighs less mm -hmm. so I felt like with this car I was like oh it's a little heavier and the fact that I was still feeling it yeah I was like oh man these it's actually the opposite oh is on, it really on a, on a on a higher car a higher that's when you feel it. A lot more on a low car you mm. feel it a lot less low to the ground less movement high car or why yeah. do you think big rigs always flip over oh that makes sense big ass heavy truck flipping over yeah and these little trucks don't flip over because it's higher oh that makes sense yeah. oh okay you know so you're gonna start to feel a lot more of that <laughs> but let's talk well, about that you said that. <laughs> you have a you, you got a, a bigger car 
Yeah. Because the family grew. We have yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a, a two-year-old going on three? No, we got a three going on four. Oh, he's three going on four yeah. already. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's been some Damn, time. it's been so long. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think So at the was, wedding, he was two or one. One and at a half. At the wedding. Damn, I know it was November. I just don't remember which year. I'm not going to put you on the spot. We'll fast forward. I feel like it might have been like 2018, maybe. I feel like it might have been yeah. 2018. Somewhere, somewhere right there. Um, Yeah, 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 damn. So it's about, about yeah, a I year think he had just probably been three, maybe. Oh, no, 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 two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two. Maybe two going on three. Somewhere around there. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm bad when it comes to those things. But, but the point is, you guys have an addition to a family. Yeah, we just had a baby. His yeah. name's Amias. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, man. Amaya. Two um, boys. Yeah, two boys. Like me. Yeah, Boom. see, for me, I'm happy because growing up, I only had three older sisters. That's right. Yeah, and my mom. Yeah. And my dad was a truck driver, so Hard he was busy around. all yeah. week and then come back on the weekend. So I really. I really like the memories I have were Saturdays yeah. because he would come back late Fridays and he would kind of spend some time, but then go to sleep. Saturdays was all us. And then Sundays a little bit. And then he would, he was always in bed by like five. Yeah. Like, Cause yeah. he had to wake up early and go. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I hate it. Cause growing up it was, I, I knew what I should know, like what a tampon was or like, you know, I <laughs> knew these things, yeah. you know, I knew what the monthly cycle was. Yeah. That's what I saw. You, the, know, you knew how to be sensitive. Normal. Yeah, you were you were the probably like the only kid there that was a ladies' man in in, <laughs> in sixth grade. It was like because I know how to talk to the girls. <laughs> so it it was weird, man. Anytime I would try to like hang out, it was like yeah, it was just different for sure. Like like a lot of the kids were a lot more rough, yeah. and I wasn't really that way. Um, it just it just wasn't like it, you just wouldn't you know. I just don't remember being as physical, mm-hmm. probably because I, I couldn't be with my sisters. Honestly, they beat me up. They're pretty mean, <laughs> you know. And then it just it just wasn't you know. Like yeah. my, I remember my dad telling me like you just you know you, you don't put hands on a woman. It's something you don't do. Of course. So that always was kind of in my head. I mean, I'm sure my sisters might have memories where I hit them. I'm for sure, for probably, sure. I'm really I mean, probably do. <laughs> yeah. You're the youngest, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so you probably the youngest, all of them. Probably kicked a few shins or not. Oh yeah, I probably should. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I for sure definitely beat them up a little bit oh, here and there. Yeah, I gotta get my gotta get my payback in somehow. <laughs> but yeah, I remember having a friend in high school, and he had a he had a girlfriend, and she I guess she had sent him to the store for some tampons, and he was freaking out. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, called me like like shaking yeah, like, I, his voice was like he was stuttering a lot and to me i was like dude it's normal like just go and get yeah. it it is nothing different like just go yeah you know but for him i remember telling him like he was something like dude you're weird like you, you shouldn't like nah like this is something you just go and buy <laughs> yeah you know and i remember telling him, i was like dude i've been i've been to the store he <laughs> was like yeah. uh is she a heavy is she uh <laughs> <laughs> just, dude, what side do we need to get <laughs> all the things so, you should have known right? so i remember i just sorry yeah <laughs> so i remember things like that like growing up it definitely got me into like some trouble like uh things like i would i would relate to certain people like like i would relate to girls in a, in a way like just not that i purposely did it was just something i knew yeah you know what i mean just because i would always see came it. natural to like casual conversation yeah you know. so i mean i got bullied a lot for it and yeah yeah so and that's why like now that i have my boys i'm for sure like i am happy you yeah. know a lot of, i know a lot of people want like they'll tell me they're not gonna try for the girl and i'm like no nah, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy i actually when we found out she was pregnant i was already hoping i was like yeah i'm i want a boy yeah even uh with my first areas um i remember i was like i was fixated like no nah, this is this is a boy yeah. and then I'm, my mom would tell me like you have to prep what if you have a daughter? And I was like, I don't need to. I know this. Wait, did you guys boy. do like a gender reveal and all that? Or is it all surprising? 
No, it was all, it was pretty much when I think we wanted to was initial. I mean, for me, it, it, I'm not really like into those things. It's yeah, like more when I find out, I'm like, all right, cool. It's, it's a boy. Yeah. It was just more for me to know. Like everybody else, like I'm not big on, I'm going to give you surprise. Reveals and all that. Bring me, yeah. bring me, let me have a party and bring me gifts just so that I can reveal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm not really big on that. I'm not going to knock on people that do it because there's a lot of people that I know that do it, but yeah, not, I, not I my think, cup I think of it's tea. fun. You know, it, it can be fun. Yeah. I don't mind attending one. I'm just not the person to throw it, you yeah, know? Yeah, so yeah. when uh, when I found out, I was excited, but I this has never really been that, you know? Yeah. So when, when we found out, it was just more of like, cool, we were excited, yeah. but uh, everybody else, I think, I know my girlfriend Kayla wanted to. She did. I think she was like, I'm going to do a gender reveal for a second one. And then uh, I think she just got over anxious and just, she's not very good at keeping surprises. <laughs> Sorry, babe, but you're not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she'll end up just saying things. Like yeah. she can't even buy a present. And she's like, I got your gift, but I'm not going to tell you. And yeah. then we'll come back like an hour later. and be like, do you want to know? And then at that point, you kind of feel bad. So I'm trying to help her. I'm like, no, nah, it's okay. I really don't. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so so did she did she find out before, like when she was pregnant? Or or, or did you guys find out together when you guys got pregnant with the second child? Um, Not the reveal as, as far as gender, but when she got pregnant. Was it a surprise when she told you? Yeah. It was. It was. How'd she uh, tell you? She was, I think she had just finished bathing Arius. Mm-hmm. So just got out of the shower. And then she just kind of told me, like, I'm pregnant. And then <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. Like, I don't even remember exactly what I had just You said, oh, damn? Yeah, I was like, and not, not like, oh, damn, <laughs> but it was like, I remember in that moment, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I was already thinking, like, all right, what, what do I need to do? You yeah. know, like. And like, not, not that I was like, not damn, if he sees this, he's going to be mad later on. <laughs> but I remember it was just one of those things where it was like, all right, I was already kind of thinking like problem solving in my head. Like, yeah. all right, what do I need to do? Yeah. How can, you know, we make things better this time around? But for sure it was, it was, uh, it was under like another loop. Yeah. Not the way we were headed, but nonetheless, you know, it's same direction, just a different route. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the well, way I like that. that. Yeah. So that's cool congratulations i didn't even say congratulations but congratulations um now it's funny you said that okay different you said uh same route right different route no no same same direction same direction different route yeah um so i've noticed like you're obviously fitness coach strength Mm -hmm. and condition mobility we'll get onto that but something that uh, that, uh, i've noticed with your page your instagram Mm -hmm. if you don't mind plugging it right now your instagram page sure uh like the yeah your handle yeah so people uh, can follow you Coach Xavier, so C O A C H X A V I E R. It's gonna be underscore zero five one six. There you go, uh, and we'll tag it below too. But Thank you. Uh, so I've noticed that a lot of your your stuff is more like mm-hmm. it, not more of, but a lot of it is life coach stuff too that you're saying. Oh uh, yeah, a lot yeah. of messages you know behind mm-hmm. what you're saying. Where you're reading a lot, right? That's is that what it is? Because oh, yeah, I know yeah, you man. told me about a book that you just read. Is that where you're getting a lot of that, uh, like, of almost philosophies? Yeah. Um, for me, I've always kind of grown up. I know my parents have always taught me to have an open mind. Like, no- nothing is really definitive unless you really believe it is, you mm-hmm. know? So um, I would say probably more my mom kind of pushed me to kind of question things a little bit. Yeah. Um, so for me, I like to question a lot of things. Um, it mainly started for me because I, I grew up playing, uh, I played soccer for a little bit. And I got Oscar Slaughter's disease. So it was like an extra, like a little bump on mm-hmm. the knee. And for me, it kind of shut down a lot of things that I can do. Um, for like even fitness, I think at one point 
I was avoiding doing legs. I was getting like that pyramid body. It was like weird, oh, yeah. like an upside down one. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, the doctors kind of told me like, hey, it is what it is. Like you have to deal with it for the rest of your life. Yeah. And so I went home and I was pissed. And then uh, as I started to get into the fitness industry and I started to learn more about it, and I was like, man, I don't think I really need to. So I started doing my own research on it. And I was like, no, I, I'm pretty sure I, there's another way around it. I'm not the one person in this world that's yeah. dealing with this. You know, so... I started to look more into it. And then I, I mean, now, now like I'm doing all kinds of things they told right. me I wouldn't be doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, definitely having the open mind and having it and being willing to learn a little more transverse into something else to, all right. Um, like, I don't know what the percentage is exactly of like any fitness coaches or because at the end of the day, like being, if you really want to do something as a career, you're going now into business and there's statistics of like, what are the likely, what's the likelihood you're going to make it? Yeah. And it all comes down to the sense of belief within yourself first. And then, you know, it's always got to be from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So once I started like getting into that realm, I've been to a few different like fitness business seminars and they're always talking and I've always kind of, they always sit, like would come back to like a book, a book. And I think the main book that really kind of, I would say kind of opened things for me was uh the go-giver that mm-hmm. one was like a, a huge book and it's basically just a story about a guy who was working for me met with his rich dude and told him like basically showed him like different steps on how when you work to make somebody else better everything else gets you know you you get all the benefits you know but you can't work for that right away mm-hmm. those are things that are going to be compounded in the end yeah so when i started like looking at all this stuff and i saw how it made me so much different so much different in the way, like I said, of programming workouts and the way I viewed things, you know, and I think at, at like for me as a, as a fitness coach, I feel like it kind of changed me a little mm-hmm. bit. And so now I was like, OK, I can give back more than just how to squat. You know, I there's there's more to it. I started to think it doesn't matter if I tell you how to squat, if I can't get you to squat. Right. You know, so yeah. and I think going into that realm of I got to get you mentally invested first. And then everything else is going to come. So that's where that all that kind of came from. Okay. So <clears throat> so you're almost kind of, like you said, preparing them uh, mentally first before they get out there. Yeah. So have you noticed, is that has that been some of, one of your biggest challenges when you're working out with someone? Someone that wants to work out, mm-hmm. but they're not doing it, or they don't believe they can, like oh, yeah. your knee thing, right? Mm-hmm. So is that big? That one of the biggest battles that you have, one of the biggest challenges? Yeah, I would say... Um, probably not so much about workouts. Like there for sure are some people who struggle with, I can't do this exercise because doctor said X, Y, Z. Yeah. Okay. So we got, I for sure dealt with people like that. Um, and, uh, I still do. And you normally just kind of have to tell them like, if you know, like I would tell them like, okay, the doctor is saying you can't do this, which you know, and, and to a certain extent, you, you kind of you have to agree. You know, I don't like to step on toes. I'm right. not going to overstep a doctor. Right. You know, right. that, that is their field, and I respect all different fields. But I will tell them, I do believe that you can't do this, but it doesn't mean you can't do it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Right? Like, I, at some point, like, try to plug myself in. So if the doctor is saying, for example, now um, I've worked with someone who has trouble in the wrist. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she told me, like, I can't. Like, it just hurts. And I, I just can't put a lot of pressure. Doctor told me I can't. 
And she just kind of told me like, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to do it. So yeah. she would always do things out her fist. Mm-hmm. So after a while, like in the beginning, I, I was like, all right. Like if that's what the doctor said, you know, he had years of school and I just kind of backed off. Yeah. But then I just kept coming around and I started investing more into it. Cause I myself have the wrist pain too. Cause mm-hmm. I had this dumb cyst right here, right in the little bump right uh-huh. there. So it was for sure giving me pressure. Yeah. So then I started reading and I was like, okay, wrist pain comes from tight forearms because you don't know how to mobilize your wrist. So mm-hmm. you're slamming into it. Yeah. So I started to, I was like, okay, if the doctor is telling you, you can't, let's agree that you can't. But I'm going to give you an actionable step to take because at this point we have nothing to lose. You're mm-hmm. not doing it then. And if you still don't continue to work on it, we have nothing to lose at this point. Yeah. So I started figuring out ways. Let's try this. Let's try that. And um, I mean, long story short now, now she's doing pushups and stuff like on the hands. And yeah. So it's just finding a way to plug in. Like I'm a firm believer. Nothing is set in stone unless you want it to be. So like I said, even with that pushups, I, like I said, I agree with the doctor. Yeah. You can't do it right now. Right now. Right now. But what is your life going to look like in a few years? I could see you doing push-ups if mm-hmm. we invest into making it better. Yeah. And we progress you. Yeah. You know, so that's that's kind of how all those things kind of came about. Yeah. The, well, you know, and I say that because I feel like uh, like that's a lot of the, uh, people have excuses for not working out. Like, that's right. one of mine. Like, perfect example. When you said mm-hmm. that, I was like, oh, shit, that's me. I have a really <laughs> bad wrist, so okay. I don't do those push-ups. Yeah. I do push-ups with my knuckles. When I do push-ups, because mm. I don't do push-ups <laughs> often, okay? So I should, I should, I should <laughs> emphasize by saying when I do push-ups, I do them with my knuckles. Okay. Because same same thing, I have a bad wrist. Uh, mm. Doing dumbbell press with like some, I always exaggerate and say they were like 75 pounds each dumbbell, but it was probably 50. That's probably right. 50. You believed it was. I, was. I believed it was 75. <laughs> but I was doing them, and then it just, whatever it gave out, boom, and it just, mm. my wrist gave out bounced off my chest ever since then i had that problem this is my new yeah. high school i was, okay, a, I was yeah, a junior yeah. in high school i still have that problem when it's cold ouch it hurts so now you're saying oh, i yeah. gotta work out around it so that i can mo- get, oh, it, yeah, get yeah. it more mobile because even then forearms like, yeah because this bump right here is something that has since first grade and it looks like yeah. the, is that a scar did you have surgery yeah i got oh, okay. i got it removed like in uh eighth grade mm-hmm. nah, but the doctor said like you can't do anything and at that point um I remember I was out for soccer practice for a little bit and I was going crazy. So I didn't listen. Yeah. I was still doing like the push-ups on the knuckles, yeah. you know, just still finding something to do. So I, I probably made it worse. I gave it back to myself. Yeah. But it's like anything. It's like with people who like, let's just say someone who gains 20 pounds, right? You've gained 20 pounds and you haven't been doing anything for so long. Mm-hmm. And let's just say, even though you might've been eating like the healthiest beforehand, but now that you've now gained these 20 pounds, you're a different person. Your mind works differently. Your body's operating differently. It's got different energy sources now. So if you just try to go back to what you were doing, it's not going to happen. Your body is going to say, whoa, 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 like, easy. I want this. I want that. You know what I yeah. mean? You're going to get the cravings because now it's something different. And you have now cut down a significant amount of calories. Mm-hmm. So even when it comes to movement and you've had no, no pressure on the wrist, so you felt pain. You're like, oh, I'm just not going to do it. You kind of enable it by by doing that. Yeah. So now what happens is you got you, know, you got the muscles here. So just by loosening them up, and so sometimes what I'll do is they have this thing is kind of it's called the lacrosse ball, and you, I mean even like a tennis ball. The only thing I don't like about tennis balls is that they have give to it. If you oh, push, yeah. you know yeah. it kind of dips in. Mm-hmm. A lacrosse ball is pretty dense. So yeah. if you put weight on it, it's not going to give. It's more going to put more pressure back into you. Mm-hmm. So or you could even do it with your hands, just like pushing down, 
and then I'll move up and down just like this or move it around. Mm -hmm. And then you start loosening it up and then you'll feel, oh, it's not as tight anymore. And yeah. things aren't pulling, so it feels okay. So I so like just doing those things like starting, it's kind of like a pyramid, you know, like you got at the very top would be, all right, I want to do a push-up. But before we get to the top, you know, you got to climb these stairs. Mm -hmm. So this step will be buying a lacrosse ball. Number two would be using the lacrosse ball, right? Right. And then three would be being consistent, right? And then you start eventually doing these things. And before you know it, you're going to go to do a push-up. And you won't realize it right away. It's not going to be one of those things where you can do it and like, all right, today I can do a push-up. Yeah. You're just going to try it. And then once you try it, then it's changing. And then you kind of evolve into, I just did this. What more can I do if I remain consistent with, you know, this and that? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's why if you look at a lot of successful people, who are doing things the right way, they're usually in pretty good shape. And yeah. I think it's, you know, it becomes a, an effect of, I just did this. What happens if I apply this same work ethic to this field? Mm, yeah. And I think it just transverses over. Mambo mentality. Exactly. Kind of yeah, 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 exactly. That's crazy. So I think, I think that's, that's what's like huge about it. And that's where I kind of geek out. And that's where, cause I, I, I kind of, I put some mobility stuff out there and a lot of people do benefit from it. And so I, I like doing that. But then I started getting like finding people were like, oh, that was really good when I did it that one time. Mm -hmm. I was like that one time yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not going to yeah. make it better one time. Right. You know, so that's when I started figuring out like that's like putting a little bandaid on something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's more of like the repair takes time. Right? Yeah. Consistency. Know, that's what I'm saying. And then it what really blows my mind. And then at, time, at, at times I got to I got to humble myself and think, all right, where, where was I? Where was my head at before I got to this point? Yeah. You know, some people will, I would tell them like, Hey, get a lacrosse ball, like shoulders. Let's plug it right here and move around on it. Mm -hmm. And people are like, Oh my gosh, it feels loose. I'm like, okay, cool. So then they'll have a good workout and they'll, and they'll come up to me afterward and be like, Hey coach, I had a great workout. My shoulder feels good. I don't, it doesn't feel tight. Yeah. And then they'll, I may not see them because where I work now is at fit body bootcamp. So we'll, we'll have like blocks. Sometimes I'll be in the morning. Sometimes I'll be in the evening. So I may not see that same person on repetitive days. Yeah. You know, so I may see him like, Let's just say a couple of days later, for example, and they're like, "Man, my my shoulder pain is back, and I don't know why." Well, you don't know why? Like, I, we had like a twenty minute conversation. Like, yeah. what do you mean? You know? So at times I gotta come back and just dial in that a lot of some people, especially in California, are just on a time crunch. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's and I've realized that because at Fit Body Bootcamp, it's only thirty minute workouts, mm -hmm. and it's meant to plug in so it's convenient. Come here, get 30 minutes, boom, out. You know, mm -hmm. go do what you need to do. Yeah. So I kind of had to tone it down a little bit and think, all right, so when someone's just trying to work out quick, you're not thinking, oh, I got to warm up. A lot yeah. of people are thinking like, oh, I'll just do something just quick. Just get in quick, get in and get out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why I've kind of had to tone down. I started figuring out, all right, what are, you know, getting mentally in, invested into it of, you know, taking that shoulder pain and thinking like, if you deal with this, you're going to deal with other pain somewhere else. Yeah. You know, and then getting that emotional attachment and then now that you're invested into it, okay, cool. Now I'm going to give you a solution. You can do this at work. You can do this at home. Yeah. Whatever BS excuse you're about to give me, here's a solution. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. then, but it all, it all has to start with a, a mental connection. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd we'd both just be wasting our time so yeah. at that point. Yeah. That's and so now you're talking repair, right? So we're doing mm -hmm. this now at home, like you said, at work. Yeah. It's not right before you work out every time. It, no, no, no. You, no. You, you're doing it as, a, as like 
medicine, taking your medicine every four hours, right. kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, because we got we got to think, right? A lot of times, I'm not sure why I was doing this, but it makes sense. Oh, that's pretty cool. it, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. So a lot of times you got to think like a lot of people work at a desk and they'll be hunched over oh, typing, right. yeah. or you're mm-hmm. sitting in traffic and like this. And a lot of times, especially me, I'm guilty. I'll drive and my hand will be over the steering wheel like this. So I'm like pinching in here mm. and you'll be there. And a lot of, some people drive in traffic hours. Or, yeah. Time. yeah. So we got a thing. And then your hips are getting tight from just sitting because, and, and so there's just things that are compounding up and this is just in one day, mind you. And then some people have a six, some people have a seven day work week and none of this is getting done. Yeah. So it, it's going to take some time. So you got to be able to do it over and over and over because you've been doing the opposite over and over and over. Mm-hmm. So to reverse it, you're going to have to, you know, put in a little bit more work, you know, anything that's worth having, it doesn't come easy. You yeah. know, otherwise everyone would be doing it. So there's so much stress, especially in the life in California that people are carrying it on their bodies. And honestly, um, uh, it's just like animals, right? If you think, if you ever look at a dog, you have a dog. They do have a dog. Okay. I when, think I do have a dog. Yeah, I, think, I haven't I seen him in a row in a while. <laughs> I didn't see him when we went in, so yeah, that's why he, I asked. He might, he's an old dog, and he's blind, and he smells a lot. Like, okay, he smells so like death. He might have. He, he might have lost his way. Maybe we'll <laughs> have to check on him after this. <laughs> <laughs> if he makes it back, yeah. um, if you notice the animals, they stretch before they do anything. When they wake up, they stretch, and then right, they, yeah. And that's something that we don't do no we get up right out of the bed and go oh damn i gotta go yeah, take a shower exactly. I go, yeah you know what i mean so running around you've just been sleeping now and your body is a bit more loose than it would it's just depending on how a lot of people don't even get good quality sleep to begin with mm-hmm. so which means you're under repaired so just on top of that you're already waking up and a lot of people are like i said are under repaired you're waking up with stress and you're about to go to a stressful day and just add all this kind of tension to it yeah. without doing some type of release. You know, like adding tension to your body isn't bad because nonetheless, it's it's stress, right? Like you're working out is, is a still a type of stress. Mm-hmm. It's good for you, you know, if done with in moderation and plugged in appropriately, yeah. it's good for you, you know, but if you don't do the tension relief, then you're just boom, 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 and it stacks. And then that's when, you know, rotator cuffs hurt. You know, that's when things like, ACLs are blown out or meniscus tear mm-hmm. and you know and you know or, or pecs tear and just just an example you know what I mean and that's what and even athletes you'll see it on them because oh, it's yeah. overtraining mm-hmm. and you'll see it on a common you know every you know average Joe because they're in a sense overtraining for their everyday life and there's no type of relief yeah so yeah, it, it's it's a vicious cycle yeah have you um Going, you know, you said your dad was a uh, is a driver. He's still yeah. driving today, right? Yeah, yeah, still okay. driving. Does, so, ha, do you teach him some of this stuff, like his some exercises, some stretching out? Does he ever complain about that stuff to you? Yeah, he does. Um, there's been times like I'll tell him some stuff. Uh, he comes. I've noticed with him, I can't, I can't go and tell him. I just, I just stay prepared to have the knowledge when he does come to ask me. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he'll get, and I don't know, I know when it's really when it's serious because he'll come around and ask me like. Hey, what can I do? What can I eat for this? You know, or yeah. what can I do for this? Yeah. And then that's in that moment I'll tell him. You know, so I know I love you, Dad, but it, it, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, some some people are just that way. You know? you don't want to push it on him, but you'll give him yeah. all the all the knowledge that you have if he asks for it. Right, right. Same thing goes with family members and friends of yours. Yeah, yeah, I. It's crazy because I'll I'll hear some of my family talking about, um, 
Like the biggest thing was like keto diet, right? Yeah. Everyone was on that keto diet. I even tried it myself because mm-hmm. I want to see what this hype was. You still have it on your page, I think, on your the, Instagram, the keto something. Oh yeah, keto, keto sports. Yeah, yeah, keto sports. Okay. Yeah, they're um they're a sponsor. I have. They'll send me like some supplements. Oh, like, okay. and they're really good. I like the quality of the way they do things, and um, the fact that they told me like, hey, I'll send them two videos a week. It'd be Mondays and Wednesdays. Mondays is like a just get people like a motivational video to get them up and get going. Yeah. Wednesday, let's do some form correction, which that was huge. So shout out to Keto Sports. I do like everything they're doing. Nice. And uh, the, I think, I'm, I'm not sure if he's the owner or the president of it. His name is Verdell Jones. Mm-hmm. And he'll always reach out to me, man. Like, hey, like um, I did videos with my son. He's always reaching out to me like, hey, I love the family atmosphere. Nice, yeah. So that's a company I really do like. Um, like I said, supplements all together are going to do exactly what they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. If you read the label exactly, and and each and every single one of them is only going to be good if you have proper nutrition, you know. So, keto sports they have great supplements. You know, I like I do like them a lot. But what really really like bumps it up and that really make keeps me is the fact that, like I said, the way they do things. Like the, the keto. Yeah, the keto sports. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like them a lot because, like I said, they're. A, bumping it up. like when i did a video with my son i was a little nervous i was like oh i didn't ask i probably should have asked yeah and so when i sent it over to him because i'll send it to him and you know for approval and then they'll submit it yeah but he told me hey i, I love this with the family like cool i really love that family thing yeah. going on even asked me like what size is uh shirt does your son wear we'll send it over for you oh cool yeah so there's something i do really like a lot yeah so if you guys are looking for some definitely looking for some supplements keto sports is a good one to go which if you follow my page um, I have them on there. So yeah. to say, I have them on there in my bio, so you can just click them. And yeah, they're they're doing some really great things. So what was your experience with keto when you when you were uh, trying it out? So when I did keto, I realized... The actual keto diet. Did you get yeah. into a ketosis state? You know, I never checked. But for me, um, it, it wasn't... I felt like I was because you can kind of see your body transforming a little bit. At that point, I really realized how much I love carbs. So <laughs> it, was, it wasn't sustainable for me. For sure it wasn't. <laughs> so when I did it... Um, it's a really high fat content. So if you love bacon, you love ham, it, yeah, I think you'll be successful the at dairy, it. The dairy, right? The cheese. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just the thing that really blew me over the top with it was how people were doing it. Yeah. Because if we can kind of look at the keto diet, you can go to In-N-Out and get a double-double protein style, and that is technically keto. Okay. You know, so you can eat that mm-hmm. all day, every day, and you'll be keto. You know? So... And people were finding like loopholes on how to do these things and having cheese and bacon with every meal, which that wasn't the actual premise of it. You know, Mm -hmm. the actual premise is it's just switching an energy source where carbs are they burn really fast. Yeah. You know, it's if we could kind of break it down on how the energy sources work. Fats is something you can sustain jogging, but you couldn't do it sprinting carbs because they burn so fast. It's something like when you're sprinting, your body's going to switch energy sources to sustain and it'll start pulling carbs, mm-hmm. you know? And so fats are a good way for the average person, mind you, not, not a lot of people are pushing that intense limit. So keto, it works. Mm-hmm. It does work for the average person. Yeah. So for me, I was, I was doing like a lot of uh, coaching at the time, like classes, um, having some people coming in between. And for me, I was realizing that I'm bouncing around a lot. I'm moving a lot. I just didn't feel good. I didn't feel good, not because, like, I know there's this thing called, like, the keto flu, which yeah. I believe if you do it well, you shouldn't get it. Yeah. Because for me, when I did it, I still had lots of vegetables, you know, and um, I still, and I'm, I'm very 
picky about what type of meat I get. I can't have just average meat. It just doesn't sit well. You can't just go to like a food for less and pick up some meat. No, no, no. It's got to be, I, it's, this label has to say like grass fed. I mean, if it says organic or not, fine, but at least give me some like, I want some grass fed stuff, you know, for sure. So I still did things in that route. So the keto food, I wasn't something I experienced. It was just something that I realized that the lifestyle I have, this is not going to work for me. I'm going to eventually binge on, you know, bread or something just because my body is so depleted. And, um, I mean, I don't want to bore anybody with like the science of it, but like the carbs, it's like a, it's like a form of glucose Mm -hmm. in which is your, your brain needs it as well. So if it's low, your body's going to send you this craving and it's not that and a lot of people will question like, why am I craving this? It's because you're low on something in the body mm-hmm. and the body is complex. It's going to survive. So it's going to tell you, I know I can get this from like a donut. It's fast. I need it now. Go get it. You know, so you can't even fight yeah. that. It's a, it's in terms of survival. So you're going to do it. There's yeah. no if, ands or buts about it. So that's when I realized that the keto diet was not for me. The first, I would say like the first couple of weeks were, were good. Yeah. I was doing it fine. But then after a while, I just felt, I just woke up one morning, like, I just don't want to do anything. And yeah. I was like, I normally don't wake up like that. Like, there's days for sure, like, when I say I don't want to do anything, but I still want to get up and, you know, clean up a little bit. I want to move around. I, I want to move around, move. be a little active. Yeah. yeah. At this point, I woke up and I was like, I don't even want to get out of bed. I don't want to even lift my finger. Yeah. And that, to me, I already felt like something's wrong. Like, mm, I, I really started questioning myself and I was like, I uh, I'm going to switch up the way I eat. Yeah. So I got up and uh, I just switched things around. I added some, uh, you know, Ezekiel bread to it. Mm-hmm. And I felt great. Yeah. So, excuse me. That's when I realized, all right, I'm not dissing the keto diet, but you got to, I, I mean, I, I'm Mexican. So we grew up with tortillas, beans, oh, yeah. rice. So, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. carbs are heav- heavily implemented into your lifestyle. You you might want to trial the keto diet and then take your own experience and see if, all right, this is something I want to do or not. Because just like any any of those diets, it's not for everybody. Everybody has a different body, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your body, I mean, some people can't take, like I I can't do um, lactose, so I can't do dairies. Okay, yeah, yeah. I will have them, but I know that it has its effects. Yeah, Yeah, right, right. So, but I I stay away from them as much as possible. Mm Especially like the, in the work week, you know, like I'm gonna be out there work. <laughs> yeah, you feeling all weird, right? And um, but everybody's body's different. And there's some right. people that I know. I know people right now that still have a glass of milk before bed. I, you know, yeah. and, I and I can't. I was like, I can't. Ima- I can't do that. And yeah. imagine for me, if I see a glass of milk, I'll start sweating. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? Like I can't. So that that again, that everybody's body's different. Some people could take yeah. meat, like some people can't. Some people have right. to become pescatarians or they're just vegans and all that stuff. Yeah. Like that. So I think um that's important to say also with Aikido, it's just not for you. You know, like like you're saying, yeah. it's not your your body just didn't react to it. So with that mm. keto flu that you're talking about? Yeah. Like the, I don't know, man. Like I have a cousin that's keto yeah. keto that he called he used to use the hashtag keto warrior. I don't think he uses that anymore. I think mm, okay. I think uh when you start that keto thing, you, you get that little um you start choosing this like like uh like it's like a little cult kind of thing, you know. You like, like brand yourself almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, keto, keto. No, well, just do your thing, man. But um, he did. He. Did, I mean, dude, the guy looks great. You know, yeah. what I mean? he looks great. He lost a lot of weight. Good for him. He's eating mm-hmm. good. Uh, so it, it works for him. Right. You know what I mean? It works for him. I, I've never tried it, so I don't know if it works for him or not. And yeah. I'm not sure if I have the discipline to try it. It's one of those things, like 
Like, look, like if, even if you're not keto, you shouldn't. F- everyone at some point in time, like I should kind of emphasize, we kind of go between keto and then not. Only because like, so for me, like for keto sports, right? For the stuff they send me, I find a way to plug it in. In the mornings, I don't like to eat breakfast. I'm not a breakfast person. So I'll fast in the morning. I'll probably mm-hmm. have a black coffee. Oh, and not like a true fast because I'll have like a liquid. So it's more like more like a liquid fast because right. I do have like a spinach or green juice every morning. And that's just that's something I need to start my day. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't feel I don't feel right. Yeah. I think it's just because out of routine. Yeah. So I'll have that and then I'll have a black coffee. And then uh, they send me some like MCT oils. So mm-hmm. I'll add it in there and I'll drink it. And that will hold me over. And now, technically speaking, I'm in ketosis. I'm in this keto state right yeah. so you can still utilize the principles of it where you want to that's mm-hmm. where i use it in the morning and it helps me drop body fat i mean fast yeah. and i i feel good that way i feel light i'll hit my workout that way and i feel great mm-hmm. after that then i'll load up on food and you know because for me like my training is different you know like I, I i work with some athletes so for me i, I have this firm belief if I can't do it. I'm not going to coach you to do it because mm-hmm. I can't even coach myself to do it. Yeah. So I'm always, you know, their athletes are moving a lot. They're explosive. And then they got to calm down. So I try to keep my training relatively somewhat within that ballpark. Yeah. So I know that all right, when I'm going to train in this, because I didn't have like a good breakfast or like our heavy breakfast or anything, I know that afterward I got to replenish. I got to refuel. So yeah, I got to have my carbs. I got to have all those things. Like yeah. I was saying, energy sources. So you just got to pick and choose like, all right, I like I like this fasting piece. So I'm going to do this in the morning. I will technically be in ketosis. And then after it, you know, when you're going to have your carbs, not that carbs are bad, you know, like I don't I don't like dissing anything. I think carbs are they're good. It just depends how you do it. They serve its purpose, right? If you right. use it the right way. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're someone who is using... I mean, Wonder Bread, yeah, that's going to be bad for you. You know, yeah. there's no nutritional value in it. So, now I'm not saying let's swap all the way to Ezekiel Bread. I don't know if you tried it. I have. Yeah. It, and it's an, it's an acquired taste. And then uh, depending on how you eat it, I mean, it's just. Yeah. We got, we started to get used to on how to eat it. We haven't bought it in a while. Yeah. It's, but, it's almost like cardboard yeah. in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. It really then, is. I, I toasted it once and I was like, I mean, it actually, I mean, at first I was like, wait, but it actually, in time when I said we mm-hmm. got used to eating it, right, knowing how to eat it, we started toasting it. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it takes away any benefits from it when you toast it or not. Um, I haven't done much research on that. I really can't speak on that, yeah. but I really hope not because I'm, I'm I'm a toasted bread kind oh, of guy. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, we definitely toast that thing. And then uh, I, I do a light toast. My wife, she yeah. likes it a little bit more uh, crispier. But okay. uh yeah, we put the almond peanut butter or the almond butter or whatever oh, yeah, spread yeah. and we had different stuff, different kinds of spreads on it. But that's how we were eating it. Yeah, and I mean, or that's with what we egg do whites, it. spinach, egg whites, and throw it in there. Avocado. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you got to dress it up. It's yeah. not one of those things like you can just eat right No, up. no, no. No, it, it is not going to work that way. You might as well buy a box and just eat that. Just <laughs> eat the cardboard. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's not going to taste great. Yeah. So for someone that's just coming off a of white bread, I wouldn't say go buy that right away, even though it's going to serve its nutritional value for you. I would say there's a good happy medium of Dave's Killer Bread. Dave's Killer Bread? Dave's Killer Bread, yeah. Is that um, a brand or is that? Yeah, okay. that's a brand. So they have different types. I even think they have like a thing called white bread done right. White bread done right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what, that's what, what it says on the label. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. So 
for me, I can't, I can't go back because yeah. if I go back, I'm not, I'm not going forward again. So yeah, yeah. I stay away from it just because I've gotten used to Ezekiel bread. I can do it. And, um, so, I mean, I for sure dress it up as like, listen guys, it's not one of those things where I'm eating it by itself. Hell no. I'll be dead on this. <laughs> like no way. I, for, for me, like I like to use avocado as like a mayo and uh, I yeah. put like some chili flakes on it. Yep. And, um, and I honestly got this from, it's a Fit Bar Cafe. And I told, I, mean, I was telling you, I was out in Seattle. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, shout out to them because that's where I got it from. Mm-hmm. And uh, they use the avocado and then they put the chili flakes. That 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 for me is good. So, well, I've been yeah. dude, I, I've been doing that because I'm, I'm I was on this Nando diet, right? Uh, okay, Mr. Olympia sixty six, and he would give me like avocado stuff. I would put tahin. Oh, oh I, I put tahin. Yeah, yeah, I put tahin on 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 everything. On my cucumbers, so I started doing oh, okay. it on my spreads, my toast, yeah. my spread. I would do it with. Uh, actually, I wouldn't do it toast because you know I'm not, I was supposed to use uh, bread. But uh, <laughs> on uh, rice cakes, rice cakes, okay. avocado, tahini. On a rice cake, dude. Yeah, oh, I've never tried that. It's good. I'm gonna have to. I'm for sure gonna it's have to so try. It's so good, dude. Yeah, I'm to give that a try. So you know, if you guys are wondering, yeah, try that, it out. that's what I'm saying. You it's you really gotta find a way to dress yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to eat clean, which uh, we we were we uh we you know you saw the bathroom we did some renovations mm-hmm. in the house yeah we, we did a few things and we were stressed out we got new baby same you know oh well, yeah, he's yeah. a year old already but uh oh, no, so a year old man they're still oh like it's a, he's a handful yeah so we've been really busy and we went away from eating clean then and with not no time no time to cook you know or we're we're making happen. a lot of ex- excuses because yeah. I've seen people that work out and they do they get their clean eating and. They're as busy as we are, if not more busier, right? You know, or single, single mom, single dad, or whatever, doing it. And they're still right. doing it. So, again, they're excuses, but uh, well, you you do look good, man. Thanks, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. try, I try, but you know, I, I but you know what it is? Thing, yeah. I'm doing it the wrong way right now. I'll be honest with okay. you. Okay, I'm not eating. Skipping oh, yeah. meals, okay. skipping meals. Like right now, I have a massive headache. You know, oh, okay. because yeah, yeah. I ate. It's not good for you. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't have no breakfast. I okay. had no breakfast. That's improper. I didn't have any breakfast. Uh-huh. I I got home around one. We took off to Lake Forest. I ate like two mm-hmm. servings over there, and then that's it. That's yeah, not good. It's, it's one of so. It's like not eating can. It's like it it has benefits, and then it doesn't. Yeah. Right. So, a lot of times from experiencing the headaches from not eating, because we got to think right. If people can fast hours, right hours on time and their body is actually doing them service mm-hmm. so when when your body's like used like you said you kind of fell off the wagon a little bit yeah. so your body went from you know using a clean source to now like a kind of dirtier source mm-hmm. which i call it has, cheating yeah you know what i mean like yeah. it gives you like you're running off more sugars mm-hmm. now and because that's what a lot of things have and a lot of bad oils yeah so when now when you come to this and your body kind of gets accustomed to it and then when you don't eat your body it's i mean sugar is more addictive than drugs yeah it, it really oh, is yeah. Oh, like yeah. i think they um it might have been uh cocaine or something like that i forgot exactly what it is but there's a study they did with rats mm-hmm. and they gave the rats the drug and then they gave another rat sugar and the uh, it's almost like the relapse it was worse with the one that had sugar yeah yeah it's, i believe it's it. crazy so a lot of times when you might be experiencing that headache mm-hmm. it maybe it's just your body cleansing out and it, like I said, it's hard for me to say because I mean I'm not an expert on the body. I mean I didn't I don't have like a PhD in this stuff. Mm-hmm. I just do a lot of reading, and in terms I kind of come to conclusions for myself. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm just, a, I, I would assume your body is cleansing itself and getting rid of it. Yeah. You might feel the shakes. Yeah. You might feel the headaches. And then you might feel like a little stressed out or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. you're kind of used to over, you know, putting this large doses of sugar from mm -hmm. like, you know, like it could be like white bread or then uh, or I'm going to have this candy or even like little things like that. Yeah. It's still like heavy doses of sugar in the mm -hmm. body. So I, I like I have had this belief that your body is detoxing. Yeah. So you're feeling it. And I, I think those are the, like the side effects. Mm -hmm. No, you know what? It makes perfect sense because uh, when when Lily, when she tries to, uh, for whatever reason, she wants to cut off coffee. Mm. And uh, I'm not me. I'm a coffee. I drink coffee all day, you know, every oh, day. Gotcha. Like, yeah, I can drink it. Black. No sugar. Just like that. Black. Oh, yeah. That's good. And uh, but she, whatever reason, wants to cut it off from mm -hmm. her meal, right? Or from her right. daily uh, routine. So when she cuts it off, she gets the headaches, she gets the stressed out, the shakes, and that's yeah. that. Like you just said, that's probably what it is. Is her going? Because after she gets she gets over that cycle, then she she could be fine for a month, for two months, whatever, until she has her, her next cup of coffee. Yeah. But that's the so when she is having her shakes and mm. and she has a headache, she'll drink a cup of coffee and then mellow back to normal. Yeah. So she just fed that source, you know. She just it's crazy. She got her fix. If you look like people who like smoke heavy, yeah, th they'll get that. They'll oh get yeah, stress, and then they have that cigarette, and then they're and then they just chill mellow. That calm. one I don't get, dude, because I'm not a smoker. Yeah, me I've never been a smoker, so that one I just don't get. I go, why do you need that? Like, what effect? Because again, I'm not a smoker, so I don't know what effect it it's has. Like, I, I don't know what the nicotine has. I mean, I've never. I don't know. Like, not that I'm dissing anybody who smokes. I'm just saying. It, to me, I've just never been attracted to that smell. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is that, I mean, some people, like, I, I remember one time, like, I think I was, like, 19 years old, you know, I like, got a house party. Someone gave me one, and they're like, oh, dude, just it's a cigarette. So I took one puff, and I was like, this is the nastiest thing I've ever done. Yeah. I was like, nothing about this screams, let me do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I just gave it back. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I even told him, I was like, I'm not going to do you the disservice of giving this back to you. I was like, I'm just going to throw this away. Yeah. I will buy you a new one if you want. But yeah, I was like, yeah. that's disgusting. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is about it. I don't know. Like, like I said, for some people, maybe you do it to fit in, and then I guess that nicotine grabs a hold. Yeah. So then you just kind of stay with it. Maybe, yeah. I don't know, man, but I I know with the coffee though. Yeah, I think coffee is one of like the most uh, um, processed things in the world. So what do you, What do you mean? Like, um, like if you don't buy organic organic coffee, I think. Uh, oh, like if you buy to like Folgers, for example, yeah, not, not to yeah. knock off brands, but yeah, right. Folgers. You buy Folgers. That's that's the high, it's highly processed. Is that what it's highly saying? processed? I think like um, like you said, not to knock off brands. But I think like Nescafe. There's yeah. A few other ones. I know those are like the big two that I know. Starbucks is, like I said, like I really don't like to, I, I'm not trying to throw shade at anybody. It's okay. We throw shade. <laughs> no. But it's like some of these things aren't done well. Yeah. You know, so for me, like even then, like I can't, I don't do regular coffee. Sometimes I, sometimes I will if like that's the only thing at my disposal and it's been like a really rough day. Mm -hmm. um, for sure. Like you got to plug in where it fits. But for me, I, I have to get organic coffee just because. I know like the effects of it. It's high, I think it's like highly chemically processed. Yeah. And I think that's what gives the, the shakes with it. Because for me, like the organic coffee I have, I have one every morning. And if I don't have one one day, You're I, fine. Don't, I don't feel those effects. Mm, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and it, it, it's pretty religious that I'll have one in the morning. You know, I'll have it. And like you said, same thing, black coffee. But if I don't want to have it, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm good well, without it. That makes sense because... There's so many people that, what do you hear when in the morning when they say, I haven't had my coffee yet? 
Yeah. Right? That's the first thing I haven't had my coffee yet. That's like that you're an addict. We're yeah. well, no, we're addicts. I'm not saying you're yeah. an addict. We're addicts. I haven't had my coffee yet. Yeah. I have to have my coffee in the morning. That's a very common phrase. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like like I said, maybe it's that. I mean, but I myself have never been a big like caffeine junkie. Even yeah. then, like when I was like like working out like I mean, I was working like kind of kind of carelessly before and I mean this is before like I actually knew about like ingredients and stuff. I was buying these um these pre workouts and they they were high stimulant. Like we're talking like I think it was like four to five hundred milligrams of caffeine. Yeah. Which which is huge because the average cup of coffee might have like one or one fifty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for a person to have like two cups, they might be pushing it. You're yeah. at three hundred. So this one supplement alone was like beyond. Yeah. So even then, like I would take it and if I stopped taking it, I didn't feel an effect. Mm-hmm. You know, but when I did take it, it's like let's I think it was like after like five PM, I would not sleep. I'd have headaches and it just depletes your water because it's, it's you're becoming dehydrated now. Yeah. And so usually you'll get like drier skin, you feel you can feel it in your mouth. So I don't know if it's like maybe you're you're under you're under hydrating mm-hmm. right i don't know if that's proper i don't know but you're not hydrating enough yeah. that maybe you're getting these effects or is it because it's not because it's, it's all this processed chemicals i don't know it, it's such a complex like scenario yeah that i like like i said for me i've never felt that i mean having that like come down or like when you're shaking like, yeah. i need my coffee it's one of those things where if it's there cool i'll have it if not yeah, i'll be fine yeah. you know so like I said, I don't know what it is. Well, I don't know. Yeah, is it the high tolerance for it already, the right. caffeine, or is it the organic stuff? You know, who who knows? Yeah, that's know. what I'm saying. Like, I don't but know. I might have is to try weird? it though. I'm gonna have to start trying some organic coffee. I've had some before, and okay. the taste is also to me, honestly, yeah. is an acquired taste when you're so used to having like a, a Starbucks or oh yeah, you know yeah. the 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 transition from that to organic. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take some time, right? I think because when I had the organic, I was like, wow, this is. I mean, I like it. It's good. But it's different. It was different. T- I even had mushroom. It was an organic mushroom coffee. I don't know if you ever had that. Uh, which one? It's a. It's called. I don't. I don't know the name of the. I don't know the brand. But it's I actually, like a mushroom. I actually do use one. That's the one I use. Oh, okay. It's got. It's called Four Sigmatic. The one that I have. Mm, I don't know if that's what it was. It's it was um, Someone sample, gave it to me as a like to sample it, and it was. Really, it was. I liked it. Yeah. The one that I. The one that I use. It has like a. So it has your organic coffee, and mm-hmm. then it has um an or an organic uh, lion's mane extract in there. Mm-hmm. And lion's mane and mushroom is it's just straight brain fuel concentration, yeah. and it's all natural. Like yeah. that's one thing when I, when I've told people about that before, they're like, "Look at you, like you're talking like some type of psychedelic shroom." Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it is definitely not the same thing. Yeah. Like a lot of medication has derived from these medical mushrooms. Right. So they're the brand Four Sigmatic. I like it a lot. They have some good ones. Um, actually, Walmart started selling it. Oh really? Yeah. If you go to Walmart, shout out to Walmart because they. I went one day because it's right ne- right next to my house. Yeah. And I actually went and I was walking down the coffee aisle, and I was like, man, like I ran out, so I was just kind of looking through them, and I seen it there, and it's, and for this one, a lot of people will feel it's a little pricey. Um, it's like twenty bucks a bag, something like that. But you got to keep in mind, you're not paying just for the coffee; you're paying for this mushroom too. So yeah. it's something to keep in mind when yeah, you're yeah. investing into it. That that's kind of where like I keep an open head about it. I'm like I'm not paying twenty bucks for coffee per se. Yeah, I'm paying for this duo, mm-hmm. and they have different things. Like they have, um, 
I use, they have like their hot cocoa mixes. So you like, Oh, same. Yeah. yeah. So you can do it. And then it has different mushrooms. Like they have like a reishi mushroom, which helps with like anxiety. Um, helps you, it puts you in the state of deep sleeper mm -hmm. faster Yeah. and naturally it's not something that's going to submit you like, um, with like an ambient that yeah. people take to like just knock out. Right. And that one just makes you unconscious. Whereas Rishi naturally pushes you into deep sleep, which that's where all that's where the repairing all mm -hmm. that happens. So you got different things like that. They have like maitake, shiitake, things that like cancer fighting. We're talking like if you have allergies, it's going to help with your allergies. Mm -hmm. I think it's like more antioxidants than like berries. Four Sigmatic. Yeah. So, I, I mean, they're, they're a good brand. I like them because I know they do like a dual extraction. Yeah. It's like a hot water and alcohol. I think the alcohol one's called like a tincture or something like that. So you get the benefits of the alcohol extraction and the hot water extraction and they put it together. Mm -hmm. Some of them you get only one or the other. I mean, sometimes you just kind of have to play and kind of see how your body feels with yeah. it, honestly. Because a lot of them, I only know that Four Sigmatic does that because um, I was watching this other podcast that I go to, it's called the model health show. Mm -hmm. And I like it a lot. That's where I get in the beginning. That's where I got a that's lot. That's not your favorite from. podcast. No, of course not. Of course okay. not. Come on, man. <laughs> so, I mean, so like they put like a lot of like health stuff. And so that's where I found out about them. Yeah. And then he said it. So that's how I know they do that double extraction. Mm -hmm. And then I took their mushroom course and they said it again. So a lot of these other ones, you, they may not say it, but I'm not going to knock them. I think if you're taking it for the good reasons, mm -hmm. by all means, take it. Yeah. So there's Chaga. Chaga was the other one. That's when I was trying to play. Oh, Chaga's yeah. I've really heard good. of that one. No, it's the Chaga one. Yeah. They, I got to be honest, if you're buying, not the coffees, but if you're buying just a straight extract of Rishi, Chaga, mm -hmm. Lion's Mane, they all taste like ass. I'm going to put that out there. They do not taste great. Yeah. So I would suggest, like, if you're drinking it in a tea, it's going to be disgusting. It, yeah. it, is an, it is an acquired taste. Yeah. But if you can get through the taste and reap the benefits, like I, I would say, do it. Well, it's like matcha. Yeah, matcha doesn't have a good taste either. Oh yeah, it's so, <laughs> so good for you, but so nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's the thing, right? What's good for you might not taste good, you yeah. know. But it's good for you, so. I think you, you can always just dress it up. I mean, yeah. maybe add in like a protein shake, like or something. the Ezekiel bread, just exactly. like that, exactly, just like that. Yeah, you so got everything find goes back mix. to it. Oh man, so man, we're probably going on for uh, probably over an hour already. So. Oh, but maybe. but but uh, oh, yeah. I still got time. You good? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, how important is it like the the meals and the foods with when you're when you're working with these athletes, like some of the fighters that you're working with? And, it is, it, yeah. And I have think, they I bought into anybody. it already? So some of them, some of them do, some of them don't. Yeah. You don't know who you are. <laughs> put, put on, but he's not gonna put you on blast. Yeah. <laughs> so, like one in particular, I've been telling for a while. Yeah. Like a while. And I'm just going to say it again a while because he's going to see this and he's going to know. Mm -hmm. So now now he's just trying to come around. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it does take time. And it's one of those things you have to say repetitively. You know, like, you know, there's many things that I remember growing up my parents would tell me. And one of the biggest things they would say is you're not going to know until you have a kid. You're not going to know until you have your own kid. Yeah, you yeah. know, I when they told me that then, I was like, okay, sure. Whatever. Okay, sure, yeah, exactly. No, we all say that, yeah. And eventually, now, it's making sense. Right. And it's the same thing you got to implement of, you kind of, it's like when a lot of them come up to me, like, I'm feeling fatigued, I'm cramping. Just today, I was working with somebody. And again, you don't know who he is. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. But um, his hamstring started cramping in the middle of a workout. And I would tell him, 
You got to eat more because there is no supplement in this world that's going to give you more electrolytes than food. It's, mm-hmm. it's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, like I told them, supplements wouldn't exist. What, what existed first? Food. People realize, all right, people don't like the taste of this, so I'm going to dress it up and make it better. That's how supplements came into play. Yeah. You know, so so I, like, I told him, I was like, you got to eat a little more. And he's one of those young kid who's just caught up in training. I want to be really good. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose, you know, you know, and it's, you just, you get caught up in that, in that fix. You know what I mean? So yeah. now, and today he went to, he was doing, uh, he was doing a row and he was, he was doing, um, yeah, I think he, he did a row and then he was doing a, what's well, it's what's called an RDL Romanian deadlift mm-hmm. and I had him split his legs. So when you split your legs, it's almost like a, like a sprinter stance. Yeah. And then you would come up with two kettlebells and lock your hips at the top. So it's almost like you're mimicking. Well, for him, he's a wrestler, MMA fighter. So mm-hmm. it's like shooting the hips, you're strengthening, um, oh, okay. shooting for a takedown, you know, something like that. So you, you keep it sport related. Yeah. So he went down to pick it up and was like, oh, my hamstring. You know, at this point, I was like, I wonder <laughs> why, you know. Yeah. So the gym we were working out to, um, it's the gym we work out in is called the Whole Shot CrossFit, mm-hmm. um, which... Uh, buddy of mine arthur so shout out to coach arthur he opened it up so like so he opened the doors for us to train out of there yeah. right next door to it is a vitamin shop so i ran over there and i got in this coconut water and they have like these little packets of like electrolyte stuff yeah so i opened it dumped it in there and so i was like you start drinking this you know i didn't tell him anything of what it's gonna do for you i was like just drink it you know i looked at me i was like it may not taste the best but if you want to continue this workout i'm not gonna help you unless you drink this you know yeah. so you drink it and we went through the workout. I didn't say anything much. I just kind of, so I asked him how his leg was feeling. He's like, oh, it's feeling better. At the end of it, I told him, I was like, you know, what I gave you is just, well, coconut water, I like it because it's high on potassium. Mm-hmm. Usually when people are cramping, is that potassium level yeah. or it might even be magnesium. Yeah. But usually I found that it's been potassium. So coconut water has a lot. So I went out of that and then the little packet had like an extra 200 milligrams. Mm-hmm. And the way he was moving, it was cramping in more than one area. I was like, oh, you might be seriously low. Yeah. So I gave it to him. At the end of the work, I had him chug it, and he's like, oh, I'm feeling good. So I told him, I was like, you know you might be low on potassium. Yeah. So eventually, I kind of told him, um, you know, afterward, he, it, you kind of had to let him experience these things for them to see that. Well, that's right, the best way to learn. Yeah, yeah, all right. I guess what you're saying might be true. Yeah, yeah. You know, for one in particular, I've been telling him to get this massage gun for a while. A massage gun? A massage gun. You okay. know, like those Tim Tams, the yeah. Theraguns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This guy has a foam roller. But it, it's in the trunk of his car. Um, won't use it. Yeah. yeah, I'll see him come into some training sessions. But he moves it around all the, all, I'm sure. Oh, like, yeah. From here to there and there to there. You no, know, it stays just, in the trunk. Yeah. And he's taking this car to training sessions. I'm like, it's in the trunk of your car. Yeah. You just got to use it. So I told him, the foam roller, when you use it, great. But it's more being not used than it is used. So mm-hmm. I try to find a happy balance. I was like, this massage gun, smaller. It's electric. It does everything for you. All you got to do is move it around. Yeah. So I told him about it. Um, just kind of told me like, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I think, I think it will. Yeah. Tell me he's like, oh, I tried it. Yeah, it does work. And I uh, still wouldn't see him with it. You know, I'd ask him like, oh, it's like, yeah, 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 I'm going to. I was like, okay, all right, all right, whatever. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend got me one for uh, my birthday. She got me one, so I was using it, and I was like, oh man, this was really good. Yeah. I took it to one of our training sessions. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make sure I sell him on this thing. Boom. Use it on him. And he's like, oh, the back of my leg. He was saying, um, he's like, oh, the back of his knee. Yeah. Like his calf is like tight. He's like, dude, when I use this, oh, man, it helped. 
he came over to my house again afterward, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh man, it's cramping up. And then he used it again and was like, all right, boom, bought a Tim Tam right there. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like these things, you just gotta be consistent. Like I yeah. just gotta keep telling them. And um, not, not, not that I'm knocking any of these guys, they're just caught up in this way of training, this way of thinking mm-hmm. that kind of coming outside of this realm, it's it's a little different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if somebody had to tell me, um, for me, I was stubborn with my glasses. I don't want to get them for a while. Yeah. Not that I just didn't like glasses. I was just, all right, I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. And then uh, I think I forgot what I did. I was driving and um, I realized, I forgot what it was, but I think it might have been a car coming with the high beams on. Yeah. And then I was catching the glare of all these other lights. So it's a street I go down and it's a two-way. So they have cars coming this way. I'm going this. And then you got the freeway. So they're going north. So I'm yeah. catching all headlights. And I really, I had a like pull over and I was like, damn, I really couldn't see. That was like that aha moment. Yeah. I got to go get these glasses. You know, so not, not that I'm just saying it's just them. It's for sure everybody. That yeah. that was me with these glasses and it's everything. But you have to experience this moment of I never want to feel this again. Yeah. And it's with anybody. I mean, there's people that like I have worked with them. They go away for a while. They feel like, oh, I look good. I don't need to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't really tell them much. You'll tell them like, no, nah, you got to keep doing it. You got to keep it. So they'll leave. They'll gain all the way back. And they'll come back like, oh, I know I gained all this way back. I'm a little embarrassed talking to you because of the way I look now. Yeah. You know, and you just tell them like, hey, it's not a big deal. It happens all the time. Yeah. I've been in that cycle. Let's just get back to it. And like, okay, cool. But because they've been there before, they know what life is. They know what they need to do. Yeah. They feel like, mm, uh, I, they're comfortable. They don't yeah. really need to. So then you got You almost got to think like, all right, well, I, this is not for you. I think you need to be like 50 pounds heavier. And then that's going to be your moment of, all right, I got to, now I got to make a change. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, I think it's with everybody across the board. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's the biggest thing is that admitting that first of all, taking that accountability, right. Mm-hmm. Of, of accepting it. Oh shit. But with these fighters, I wonder if it if it's a lot of it is like they they have to work through pain, you know, like they work oh, through yeah, pain. For sure, they work through all that stuff where it's like, hey, it is what it is, part of the game, you know, as a, oh, as yeah. opposed to like let's repair it and let's get better at it. And yeah. uh, you know, a lot of these guys, the guys that are young, up and coming, mm. aren't, aren't being told that you know, so they don't get the strength and conditioning oh, yeah. guys, and they don't get the mobility guys, and that's why yeah, like your time. position is. A, a, pretty important right now in, in that in those kind of sports in any kind of ath- oh, athletic sport really right i mean not just uh fighters yeah. but i would say, honestly the hardest part about i think i think any coach in particular because for me um working with a lot of fighters like when when they have their share of success that is all them mm-hmm. i mean i never want any piece of it i think for me personally mm-hmm. you know what i mean like when i do things i want to do it to make them better you mm-hmm. know what i mean like if we're working together I'm work. We're working together because I can help you, not because you can help me. Yeah. Right? That, that's not the way where my head is. So for me, when I'm helping them, they're gonna get all the success. So then when they when some things go well, you're not probably gonna receive any credit. Mm-hmm. You won't because people are just seeing them. Right. But if things don't go well, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. You know wh- whether you want to see it or not. So for me, like, um. So for one, like when I like when I work with uh, Jamal Pokes, like when he fought in Bellator, yeah. right, uh, lost to the Triangle. For me, immediately, I'm I was there live watching the fight, yeah, and I remember seeing that, and man, 
for me, immediately I got emotional with it. I remember telling my girlfriend, like, damn, that, that is my fault. Right. You know, she told me, she's like, no, like, things happen. And I was like, no, like, he gassed trying to get out. I'm taking responsibility. That's my fault. Mm-hmm. You know, had he won it, that's all him. Right. He won. Cool. Right. But because he lost, it's my fault. Right. Because I could have done something different, you know, and... Not that people per se will say, oh, he got choked. That, that's his strength. It's like, not that people would say it, yeah. but because that's the way I view it. And I think, and I think it, either way, like as a coach, if you want to get better and you want to grow and, you know, take your athletes and yourself to a next level, you kind of have to take that, that type of accountability of mm-hmm. that's my fault. And then when they're doing well, you can't take any credit for it because that is them. Regardless of what workout program you put out it might be the best one but if no one does it it doesn't matter right so so if the fact that he's doing it it's i'm i may be coaching him through the movements and everything but the fact that he's doing that's him right but if it didn't go well i'm the one who designed it so that's my fault yeah i got to change it so that's what i'm saying it's uh man it's it's tricky being in it and it's definitely not for everybody but that's what i think that's what drives me the most so that not your um i mean because you have a lot of like private uh clients right that, mm. that come into the to the gym right but these right here are, are they like kind of special to you like because you get to actually see them i mean for me I, yeah. I would i would that's like the work that you like you just said that you mentioned you see it on tv or you mm. can be at, at the fight watching them you know where you see them performance and you see somebody uh outlast the other oh, opponent yeah. you know like that's kind of the stuff like oh wait, Again, yeah. you don't want credit for it, but it is to make you feel a little bit better. Like, damn, you're like, I helped them out with that, you know? Kind of like what I was telling you about when I mm. get someone on here and they're talking and they've never done oh, it before, right, yeah. right? And then they get that. Now you see them later on and they're confident when they're talking. Oh, yeah, I feel like right, I had yeah. a little bit of play in that, you know? Right, right. Um, I would say, like, right now Jamal has an upcoming fight with uh, LFA, which, by the way, is next next Friday. So you guys yeah. can catch out on UFC Fight Pass, uh, LFA Promotions. He's fighting for the title. It's going to be the main event. Yeah. So it's going to be a good one. Um, so right now, like I go in and they have this thing called shark tanks, right? They, they put these fighters through these like a vicious cycle of sparring. Yeah. I like to go in and watch what he's doing because I like to go in and see if what it is like, if what I'm doing is working and what more I can add and, you know, just to kind of see like where my role fits. Right. So I like to go and watch him. I'll take some notes and, um, I'll have a few other, a few other people in there that I, I watch and, you know, I'm watching them too, seeing like their movement patterns and stuff. So it, it was weird because just yesterday I went to go watch Jamal Shark Tank and watching that got the chills because I was like, man, like for me, I got the chills because I'm not I'm not on this like elite platform like a lot of these other a lot of other coaches out there are. Yeah. You know, There's a lot of coaches that I follow and I learn from, you know, not that what I do is strictly just for me. Like we all learn and kind of take a little bit from each other. In right. This world. So. When I'm watching them, that for me was like that first like aha moment. Like, mm-hmm. damn, what I'm doing is really working. Yeah. You know, so I see it. And that for me is like, I don't get this rush of like, oh, yeah, I'm the best. It's more right. like I get this rush of if I continue to make this better, how much better is this guy going to be? Yeah. You know, so when I was watching him and I start and it's crazy because I think a lot of people don't won't ever really understand but Jamal's definitely because he's giving he's giving me this opportunity, right? Yeah. I remember last time I remember we were telling right, him how everything yeah. worked. So, like now, like he gave me this opportunity and just kind of like said, "Hey!" So I chose to run with it. I was like, "Cool, I'm, I'll take it. I'll learn." Yeah. 
So a lot. So for me, like watching it, I was a lot of pieces that I was seeing. It was hard for me to do what I'm able to do for others for him. Then like mm -hmm. now we're getting it. But other people that are just starting to work with me, they're getting all these like past mistakes I've made right, right. gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and it's crazy because now like I was watching him and I was watching this other guy and I was able to see like the shift in his body. I was like, oh, this guy relies more on his quads than he does his hamstrings. Yeah. That's why his explosions are a little slower. Mm -hmm. And I was saying these things in my head, and that's when I was like, wow, like it's working. That's the, re the rewarding part. Exactly. Yeah. So now I was like, okay, now I want to take this, and all I want to do is, you know what I mean? Like, it's not about the fame. Like I, don't, I really don't care about any of that. Even like shooting this podcast, it's not even about the opportunity as much as it is the knowledge of somebody. Like you said, it could be one person. Yeah. It'll all be worth it. Yeah. You know, you're so. definitely not gonna get famous on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it, it could happen. Oh, it yeah, could happen, yeah. man. You never know. You know, so like it, it's it's just awesome to kind of see these yeah. pieces coming together. Yeah, yeah. And and then for me, like all I want to do is like everything, all the everything I get from this, all I want to do is invest back into it, mm -hmm. and and just kind of seeing like where where it's gonna take me. You know, yeah. so honestly, like that's that's really it. Like I don't have this goal of I'm gonna be this top guy. Everyone's yeah. gonna to want to work with me. Honestly, like I don't. It's not even about a quantity of people, because yeah. there's there's some people in this world that I can't help. I can't fix. You right. know. So, yeah. and um, so for me, it's just about getting those right people. Yeah. Because if I can get those right people, and everything's gonna work. Mm -hmm. You know. So that's I think that's what's huge, and that's what that's what drives me, man. When I see this guy, you know, from, I mean. It, it's just crazy. Like I can, if I can give you like another scenario, I did an assessment with somebody today. Just yeah. started first day. I did an assessment, and just from numbers on the assessment, like I told him, I was like, I'm gonna, I was like, I'm gonna guess, but you can tell me if I'm wrong. I was like, you know, I'm, I might be wrong. Yeah. So I looked at the numbers, and uh, I was like, you have really good core strength. I'm assuming on the ground, you're strong. You got a pretty good jujitsu game. Yeah. I was like, I'm seeing on your, you know, like numbers on push-ups. Like I'm seeing you got a lot of volume in punches. Mm -hmm. And then I'll look at the pull-ups. I'm like, the pull-ups are a little bit lower. So I'm seeing we're getting, we're keeping the volume. I'm guessing you're going all rounds in your fights. You're not getting many knockouts, maybe finishes on the ground. Yeah. You know, not, not that I'm saying you're not hurting anybody, but I'm saying I see more volume, not so much power. I think you're looking more for the takedown. I think you're looking for the finish on the ground. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that, that's pretty much close. And so for me, I was able to see that just, just from numbers, the numbers of assessment. I've never seen this guy fight, yeah. you know? So that's what I'm saying. Like where Jamal and I started, that was nowhere in the picture. No, you, everything was all like you had to learn from every mistake that you made. Yeah. Like I said, I Googled a Conor McGregor workout in uh -huh. the beginning because he told me he was MMA. The only MMA fighter I knew was Conor McGregor. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like I said, now... Um, like the, even then, like I Googled it and there were some exercises that I was like, yeah, I don't know what the hell this is, yeah. you know? So, so now it's like, and even then, like, I just care on a different level, you know? So if, um, I'm putting something together and I'm like, ah, I don't get his heart rate up. It doesn't, doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. I got to know why, you know what I mean? Like I said, I got to put myself through it and i like, I started hitting, uh, some Zercher squats. You put the barbell here. And you squat with it and you hold it. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be good for like some underhooks. Yeah. Like jiu -jitsu oh, really? yeah. yeah. So I started doing it and I was like, so I had to try it for myself. And then I realized, okay, all right, cool. Yeah. So now like it's something like work, like movements I'll have them do. I'm doing it on my own to make sure 
I know where it works. Mm -hmm. Where does it hurt? Yeah. So I can fix it and then have these guys do it. So I, I think that's why uh, like Jamal and I got close because it was both of us were like, we got an opportunity, you know, um, what are we going to do with it? Yeah. We both chose to run with it. And now, like, like I said, now he's fighting. He was on Contender Series. Mm -hmm. Now he's fighting on uh, this LFA promotion, which is huge on UFC Fight Pass, you know what yeah. I mean? So he's getting televised. So I think that's, you know what I mean? I think that's a testament for like how we That's work. cool. No, I mean, he's yeah. definitely like, you can see him moving up and moving towards that goal, you know, and, and you having yeah. that right, taking that right with him is pretty cool, man. That's why I like to see that passion when you share it, when you share it on the mm. social media or when you come on here and talk about it. And it's pretty cool, man. It's definitely awesome, man. I definitely love what you're doing. Yeah, man. thank so, you. Like, I think like all this, it definitely just comes together. So, yeah. uh, but as I like spoke about Jamal, I, I'm not, I'm not knocking his other coaches. Like, Show Daddy Stevenson. I mean, right. oh man, amazing, brilliant veteran. Coach. I mean, oh yeah, uh, his boxing. Shit, he's in the Hall of Fame in the UFC Hall of Fame, is he not? I think he I just think, got is he inducted? I think so. Oh, I think he might have been King of the Cage. Oh, was it King of the Cage? Yeah, oh, was King of the yeah. Cage? Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. got into their Hall of Fame. His boxing coach Joel. I mean, this dude is. I mean, I mean, just a, a hell of a coach, man. I've seen the bag work he has, and like, great. And his manager, uh, Gilberto, I mean, that dude is awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, offered us his house when we were in Vegas. Nice. You know, like, I, I barely knew the dude. And, I mean, was telling him, like, hey, you can sleep here. Don't worry about it. So, That's I was cool. like, it's a well-rounded team. It's a team. Everyone, like, you know, no one believes they're higher than anybody else. You know, like I said, when I'm programming things, we all have a group chat. And I'll text him, like, what are you guys doing? So, I can make sure, you know, or I'll tell him, like, I'm doing this. And we all find this healthy balance and, yeah. and it's crazy because i'll tell jamal certain things i'm like hey man like i'm i'm seeing this is really good like boom like it, it is clicking yeah and he's like oh man that's funny joel just told me the same thing today nice. you know what i mean so it's so it's you guys cool. are all working like thinking alike and like yeah. a real team you know yeah I mean, it's crazy because a lot of times like i won't really see them because when he's doing boxing work with joel i might be at work right and then when we come to our training session you know joel joel's out like you know with his life and stuff so yeah by the time we see each other, like we don't really interact as much, you know, because mm -hmm. by the time we see each other, it's, it, you know, by the time we're each in our own training session, everyone's probably going their own ways. Right. So, but the fact that everyone is clicking without even really communicating that we're clicking is just crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way everyone works. That's cool. That's cool. It's like they say, well, like I've been saying in the, uh, the past uh, couple of weeks, it takes a village, you know? Right. Yeah. It takes a village really to do it. Absolutely. So, that's cool. I know the last time you were here, I asked you, uh, I don't know if it's changed your mind or not, but I asked you, would you ever get in the ring or in the octagon or whatever just to get out there and get a little bit of exercise, a little you sparring? Know, that's funny because I got a story for you. So there's a few people I got to, I <laughs> it's funny. So I was actually just, I messaged Jamal a while ago. I was like, I'm thinking about taking an amateur fight. I was like, I really want to see what you guys go through. Like, yeah, well, that's, that's one of the reasons why I asked because yeah. you're like, you want to go through everything. I wonder if he's ever taken one. Yeah, and last time I asked you, you said, hell no. You said, yeah. no way. Yeah, at that point, I was like, uh-uh, because -uh, it's not that, I mean, I, I'm not scared to go through the training. Yeah. I think the training at the end of the day is fun for me. Like, yeah. I like doing it. But I just don't know if I'd feel comfortable with hitting somebody in the face. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've never been, I've I've never been that competitive person. I've never been that aggressor. And mm -hmm. because my family wasn't, you know, especially right. my three older sisters, my mom, they just weren't that way. Yeah. You know, so I that wasn't installed within me. Yeah. And especially like when I got bullied, it, it just didn't, it just didn't work like that for me. So, but then as I started watching, I started watching more UFC fights and I'm talking like I was replaying fights. Cause I want to, like I said, I want to know different angles. Yeah. 
like when they're moving, when someone's stepping a certain way, how, how can we get the advantage through movement patterns? Mm-hmm. So I started really like watching it and I started looking and I was like, this stuff, don't get me wrong. It's hard. The training, everything is hard, yeah. but it's not as complex. I feel as people would think, I think mm-hmm. if you just do the basics and become really good at the basics, everything else will come in hand. Yeah. I started thinking back on like the way I program certain training and the movements. I was like, I learned to dumb it down for me. Because there's certifications that won't even give me a time of day because I don't have a BA. No. You know what I mean? Like there's certain like strength and conditioning certifications I can't get. So I had to figure out how to go a different route and get the things I needed. Mm-hmm. So the Google University or, or YouTube University? Google actually this is a guy named Joel Jameson. So yeah. he you know Mighty Mouse is. Yeah. So he was Mighty Mouse's strength and conditioning coach when that guy was at the top. Uh-huh. I think he still might be that he's at one FC right now. Yeah. He's a champ there. Uh-huh. I think he worked with him for that fight too. Yeah. And this guy put out, it's called Eight Weeks Out, put out a, a conditioning coach course. So I signed up for it. I mean, this thing has been, I mean, mind-blowing. Brought in different people from different fields, like how to breathe, how to loosen up your respiratory muscles so you yeah. get more oxygen. I mean, simple tweaks that I've already implemented um, for myself and, you know, this, these fighters. And I'm like, oh, you see it, you yeah. know. And a conditioning coach course that I don't know if it's nationally accredited. But I can tell you right now, um, I've looked at some of the things that I'm doing. I have spoke with a conditioning coach who has a BA where I'm saying certain things and he's looking at me like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I say, I'm not knocking him. You know, everyone learns at a different pace. Right. But I am hyping up this course because what it gave me, Yeah. like I said, I've, I'm seeing the results. And there's a, another dude, his name is Phil DeRue. He's a strength and conditioning coach, uh, strength and conditioning coach over at uh, American Top Team. Mm-hmm. And he's he's got Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, that's a that's a big name. I feel like everyone knows right now. Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's so, making a big scene right now. Yeah, him, uh, Colby Covington. You got Dustin Poirier. Like uh, I think Junior dos Santos. All those fighters. Are Look at you, man! Yeah. And you only knew Conor McGregor when you were last year. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, man, I did a bunch of like homework with it. So yeah. now he's got all these fighters there, and he put out like a mentorship, and he's throwing out all these videos. Yeah. So I started watching it, and this guy. What really stood out for me was not the workouts he was doing, but the fact that he said, I'm a pro, I used to be a pro fighter yeah. and realized that I didn't want to fight. I like this part of it. And so he said like the relatability is what helped him. Yeah. So, right. So anyway, anyway, back, back to what you were asking me. So yeah. if I would do it. So I, I told Jamal about it, but not, not, nothing too much like conversation came from it. I told my girlfriend, I was like, all right. I was like, hear me out. I have an idea. I was like, all right. I was like, just listen. Yeah. I was like, I'm thinking about taking one amateur fight. She started laughing. Man. She started <laughs> laughing. She looked at me. She's like, you? And I was like, all right, well, maybe not anymore. Damn. So she started laughing. You can't win, Rob. <laughs> so she told me, she's like, she's like, you. She's like, but you just down hit people. And, she's, and she just started laughing. Yeah. Even today. She made fun of me about it today. So I was thinking about it. And I was like, no, like, I think I, I was like, I think I really do. Like, I was like, I mean, I know I can do it. I know I can put in the work. I mean, I would. I mean, I'm a strength and conditioning coach, so I'm not going to hire somebody else. I mean, if I believe in what I do, I'm, it's going to work for me then. Yeah. You know, so I told her, I was like, I really think I'm going to do it. I was like, I think, I think I'm on board with it. So I, I went to, I went down to Cobra Kai over there. It's a gym uh, uh, where Joe, Joe. Daddy where mm-hmm. he works out of. And uh, so I went there. I talked to him about membership prices. I was like, all right, I'm going to find a time so I can take my son to jujitsu. I'm going to take a class. And, um, and uh, I know how much, uh, you know, Jamal and his boxing girls like to make fun of my bag work. Because I used to punch the bag with him for a little bit. Yeah. 
And then, oh man, they were clowning me. <laughs> I mean, they were like laughing. Yeah. They were getting their own bag work laughing at me. So, <laughs> so I know like, I know the, op the tools are there yeah. and uh, I got some of the greatest at my disposal. So I was like, I think I'd be a fool not to do it. You nice, know, I got, yeah. I got these tools. Uh, let's, let's see. Like I told her, I was like, I only want to do one amateur fight. That, that's the thing. Like, I just want to do one. Yeah. I told her, I was like, if I get knocked out for sure, it's not for me. <laughs> you know, I told her, I was like, but I definitely want to experience it. Like, yeah. what is it like? Like, what are the nerves when you're going into, a, you're getting locked into a cage? Mm -hmm. I got five minutes with this guy who wants to hurt me. Yeah. What are those nerves? Like, what's going through the head? Yeah. I can only imagine, but I don't know. And I told him, and I was like, and I think that's the edge I'm missing on my training. That's think, crazy. Dude. Yeah. That's insane. I, I can't know. wait. No, you gotta, you gotta either come back on before or after that <laughs> to let us know. <laughs> yeah. But that's who, man. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Because there's no training. Like I've never yeah. I haven't I've done like two classes of jujitsu in my life. There's no boxing history. There's yeah. there's none of it. The only thing that I know is movement. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I said. And I feel like that's that might be my advantage. Yeah. I may not have I may not hit the hardest. I may not have the best skills on the ground. I was like, but I do know how to move. I know the way my body moves. Yeah. And I know the way I know how tight these fighters are. So I told her, I was like, I think that might be my edge. Yeah. I don't know, but she laughed. She laughed at me. So Hey, there's, there's probably fighters right now listening to you are laughing right now. Too, so. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll never know until we know. So That's true. Man, That's dude. True. Hey, dude, it's been it's been a blast. It's been fun. Is there anything you want to cover before we uh, sign off? Um, no, man. I just wanted to, like I said... Um, LFA fight man is coming up uh, next Friday. We'll be out in Minnesota, so I'm pretty excited yeah, for that. Yeah, that's right. You're gonna fly out there. Yeah, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited for that. So, um, well, yeah, yeah. Well, so he'll be out Wednesday. I'll fly out Thursday, and then uh, Friday's gonna be the fight. So, like I said, uh, UFC Fight Pass, and I think they have like a membership where you can sign up. It seems like ten bucks or something like that. Oh, it might be less. Yeah, it's, I yeah, think it's, it's, I think it might be less. I think it's so, like four ninety nine. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. It might be less. I mean, so, don't call uh, me. I mean, I don't. But. Yeah. So it, it'll be cool. It's for the light heavyweight belt. And I think that's pretty, that'll be awesome. Because I know, uh, I think Dana White watches those fights. This oh, yeah. Too, I'm so. sure he does. Yeah. So like I said, contender series didn't go that way. But this is another big opportunity. So I'm pretty excited for that. And um, definitely, I just want to shout out, uh, shout out um, Fitbody Bootcamp. And uh, his name's Dustin. He's the owner of that one. Mm -hmm. I mean, man, that guy has given me, I mean, helped polish up a lot of tools. Like when I got hired on there, just paid for a nutrition is, coach is this course. the same one that you were at no the other one where i worked at um just different visions you know what i mean like just different things uh I, like i said i've f training fighters was never the, something that i wanted to do yeah. it was just jamal i ended up having fun and then someone else came to me and then someone else came to me and i was like well people are doing it and excuse me i was like i have fun learning about this stuff so i was like all right screw it i'm just gonna run with it yeah so just different visions um, you know, they're, they're an all women's weight loss boot camp, So that's, that's the route they want to take. And that's, that's their market, you know, no diss to them. That's what they want to do. I wish them all the best. Mm -hmm. My route was different. And I knew that, like I said, we got to be able to do things that benefits both of us. Yeah. And that wasn't. So it was like, all right. So I went to, I went over to Dustin and Dustin was like, well, you know, like I'm not, he's obviously like, it's not his market, you know, but he's like, if that's what you want to do, he's like, you know, cool, do it. You know yeah. what I mean? He's like, but. You know, he's like, all I ask is when you're here, be here. I'm yeah. like, cool, I can do that. So nice. so definitely, it's like I said, when I got there, nutrition coach course right off the back, paid for it for me. I mean, always giving us like mentorship clues. He has his own um, 
he does like another podcast of his own. It's like Rockstar Coaching Academy. Mm -hmm. So I think if people have like more questions about that stuff, you know what I mean? Like I said, I, I'm not the person for everybody. Yeah. So I think you should definitely check out that one. It's him, uh, another coach, Christian. So I got a definitely a good team backing me at Fit Body. Like I said, I want to shout them out because they're they're covering for me when, I, when I'm out of Minnesota. So mm -hmm. like you said, it takes a village and they definitely help me out a lot. There you go. What was the name of his podcast again? Uh, Rockstar Coaching Academy. Rockstar Coaching yeah, Academy. Yeah, you'll see him, bald dude glasses, and then uh, the dude next to him, tall, like, buff guy. They're, like, I think they're, like, back-to-back. -back. Yeah. It's almost like, I'm going to make fun of him a little bit. It's almost a little cheesy. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got a lot of good a lot of good uh, nuggets on there. No, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's always good to have different kind of outlets and different kind of uh, ways of learning, you know? And yeah, getting yeah. different knowledge and experience from other, other people, whatever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like I said, I, I pick everybody's brain, man. Yeah. I'll pick his. I got people online that i'm bugging and so i mean yeah. i'm i just i try to pick from all different sources yeah that's how you get better that's true that's, that's how you man. get better well again thanks a lot man thanks for coming on of course man this it's is a, a, it was a blast oh of course you gotta eat this is uh this is not the last one we'll, we'll have many others you know I look it's forward, always fun i definitely look forward to bringing jamal back man oh yeah that'd be cool yeah after he gets that oh maybe he can bring the belt with, with him you know that'd be pretty cool i don't know if his mom's gonna let him because he, there was another promotion, uh, Cage Wars, yeah, and he fought a heavyweight fight and won the belt, right? And uh, Jamal Gibbs was like, "Hey, man, this one's for you." Yeah, and so I was like, "Oh, hell yeah!" And his mom kept asking me, "She's like, where's my belt?" Oh. I was like, "Oh no, I, I so I didn't give that one up." So this one, I, yeah, I we might have to bring his mom on the show. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring her on too. I know they have a really good relationship, yeah. so we'll bring we'll bring them on and yeah, maybe just for a show and tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll make it happen. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll be, be dope. So, sure. again, this is Fidel. That's Xavier Martinez. Check him out. Oh, again, with your Instagram? Yeah. The handle? It's uh, Coach Xavier. Yeah, underscore 0516. Underscore 0516. Mm -hmm. There you have it. This is Talking Again Podcast. We are closing out the tap. Yeah. almost forgot my oh. sign off. Oh, there We're you go. We're closing <laughs> out the tap. <laughs> there you go, man. Thank you All very right, much. Bro. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, of course.